Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Um, remember, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. On Twitter at Jesus Show NTO. You can follow me on Facebook, the Jesus Show. Not that one. You can find me on TikTok, the Jesus Show. Not that one. You can type in uh, on YouTube. You can type in the Jesus Show. Not that one or the Jesus Show NTO. And email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. This episode is going to be pretty heavy, uh, emotional, emotionally. I'm already crying. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've been delaying the start of this episode because uh, my my grandmother my grandmother passed away uh, on the first, and today is uh, the sixth, right? Sorry, I should. Yeah, today's the sixth, and she passed away on the first. Uh, I'm also very emotional because, um, if I remember correctly, yesterday was the anniversary of eight years ago that Luca passed away. I'm sorry, there's going to be, probably going to be a lot of that, and I apologize right here on the front end because it's going to be a little difficult for me. Uh, I had this whole run a show planned and it's uh, I don't think I'm going to get to everything not that I feel like I have to get to everything but um, I don't know I guess I don't want it I don't want this whole episode to just be me crying <laughs> uh, and bringing the mood down but you know, I think that's what, I think that's what it's going to be. Not I think, I know that's what it's going to be. Uh, yeah, so, to start off, uh, my grandma passed away September 1st. I want to say about two weeks ago. Two weeks, yeah, maybe about two weeks ago. My mom called me. And she 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 told me she said, "Hey Jess, um, your grandma's not doing good." And I didn't think much of it because I don't even remember how long ago it was, but maybe at least five years ago. <laughs> well, I fucked that one up really bad. I'm sorry, guys. I meant to try to get you know like this, but I hit the mic. Anyways. Uh, about five years ago could have been longer um, my mom was it my mom maybe my brother I don't remember somebody called me I was laying over in Orlando on Christmas right was it Christmas could have been Christmas Christmas Eve one of those and I get the call 
and I want to say it was maybe around 11 o'clock at night in Orlando. And I'm told, hey, Grandma's not doing good. I think it was Gertie that called me. Hey, Grandma's not doing good. I think she's in the hospital. And I went, oh, okay. Um, and sorry, I had to get the Kleenex soda. Grandma's not doing good. You, you, you have, you have to come. You have to, you have to come home. And I started, I was like, okay, well, let me see what I can do. And then like I was, we were one of the last flights coming in to Orlando. And then I was on the first flight back from Orlando to LA direct. So I thought, I could have gotten out a little earlier, but then I would have had it. I would have had to connect somewhere and I would have gotten back around the same time. So I just figured I'm just going to stay on the flight that I'm working. You know, yeah, my brain's going to probably be elsewhere, but I'll just, I'll, I'll work that one. I'll, I'll go home. So I told Allie, I said, Hey, this is, you know, this is a situation. And when we, when I, when I land, we have to go, we have to go see her. And at that time, I don't think I was talking to my mom and Carrie. I think that's what it was. I don't really remember. Like, if I sit here and I, I think about it, I'm sure I'll remember why or what happened. But right now, I'm not, I'm not thinking of that. So I really can't remember why. Because I remember when I, I saw my grandma in the hospital, she said, oh, hey, you can finally come around now. And, you know, we were all cracking jokes and talking. and You know, it was just like my mom said something to the effect of, you know, this is why you should always be around your family. And then after that, I started coming around again. And I think, I think we've, we vaguely talked about it because I'm one... I don't, I, I, I don't mind talking about things. I want to talk about things. I want to try to fix the situation, but like some people don't always feel like there's a time and a place. And I think there's always like, it's that, oh, it's always the time and it's always a place. Because if you just keep pushing things off, then nothing's, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get talked about. Nothing's going to be resolved. Um, so then I started coming around and it was always, you know, mommy kept doing this. She'd get really bad and then she'd get, you know, then she'd like, she'd get really bad. Then she'd be okay. And then she was like, oh, she's really good. She couldn't never come home because the level of care that she needed couldn't be provided to her at my mom's house, at my grandma's house. So she needed round-the-clock care and the fact that she wasn't moving much and if she were to fall again like she fell the first time she actually fell a couple times um and no like nobody could help her out like my mom has a bad back she couldn't help her up um you know i think we'll say has a bad back carrie has a bad back my sister and then I think one time Daniel was the only one at home. And I mean, Daniel's just my nephew. He's this little twig. 
He weighs maybe 50 pounds, sopping wet. I mean, he, he just, they, they just couldn't physically do it. And there was times where I felt bad because I thought, well, if I'm around, if I'm, you know, like, if I'm at the house, if I'm around and she falls, I could pick her up. Which is not necessarily true because I can't do it by myself. Can I do it with help? Of course I can do it with help, but I would need, I would need help. Um, so, I mean, she was, she was in, the, in a facility where they were able to take care of her. And, you know, I kept thinking to myself, like, oh, man, maybe. Like, for, I don't, I don't think I even shared this with Allie. There was a couple times where I thought, well, should we move closer to the house just in case? Um, and then once I realized that they, like, my grandma couldn't go back to her house, then I think that's when I thought to myself, like, well, you know, like there's, there's nothing that I can do, which is, I think, why I never shared that with Allie. And, you know, just kind of like, oh, well, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do. Fuck, I had a point. And I kept talking, and I forgot what I was talking about. Anyways. So, yeah, my, my grandma, she just, she's always been, you know, not doing so hot. Yeah, she's doing okay. Oh, she's doing better. So, it's always been this roller coaster. Then she got COVID. And... I remember getting a call from my mom and she was like, well, I think this might be it. The doctors don't think she's going to pull through. And I think a couple days later, maybe a week later, she goes, my mom calls me and goes, oh, she's all fine. Doctor says she's in good health. Well, as good as she's going to be. Like, they're, they're just like, yeah, she's, she's fine. Like, nothing's wrong with her. What? First, you tell me that, oh, here she goes. And there was, there was quite a few of those. I think towards the end, I, you know, I even joked when she did pass, I was like, man, mommy was stubborn as shit. She didn't want to go. Felt like she finally, um, she, I felt like she, she's gone because she maybe perhaps, and this is clearly my opinion. I have no facts to go off of but I think maybe now she was finally ready to go um, it, it's it's um, you know I've told a couple people you know yeah it's been up and down like she was always on her way out and Quite a few people have told me, like, yeah, but just because you knew she was on her way out doesn't make it any easier. And they're right, it doesn't make it any easier. Um, I guess that's more of me lying to myself, lying to other people to try to mask the pain a little bit, a lot of it. Um, like, oh, yeah, but, you know, she was on her way out. Even just saying, even just saying that she passed away, um, 
it's hard for me to say. And I mean, I know why it's hard for me to say because number one, it's my grandma. Number two, it's super fresh. Super, super fresh. Uh, at least I know when we went out. So, yeah, so to get back to, I think, to my point that I was, or my, the story, the timeline, whatever. My mom called me a couple weeks ago, said she's not doing good, and me and Allie had been planning a trip to California so that, you know, we can see our family, you know, I can see my family, they can meet the baby, we can see mommy, mommy can see the baby, um, and I think we had planned it for like the, somewhere between like the 20th, 24th, I think, around one of those days we were going to go out there and then stay for about four or five days. That was the plan. Well, when I get the call, then I start thinking, oh man, should we go a little earlier? And we needed to figure out what we were going to do with the dogs because we can't just leave the dogs in the house. So we're trying to figure it out. And then uh, Jorge and Carla, they were saying, oh, we're going to get our uh, something done to the house and we can stay at your house for, you know, three, four, five days. And we thought, oh, perfect. Okay, well, when? So we lined up, we were trying to line up the dates, and then my mom calls me, you know, lat, was it last week? Lat, the week, or the, the, the week before last week. And she tells me, and like, it's not looking good. Like, huh, okay. Or actually, I think she called me maybe like three, four days before this all started happening. And I told her, I said, do you think we should, I called her back and I go, do you think we should go sooner? And, you know, my mom told me, she's like, I, re I really don't know. I really don't know what, what to tell you. Um, so then I talked about it with Allie and it was kind of like, a, well, should we go? And then it turned into this like, well, we haven't figured out the dog situation. And nothing, nothing in me, like I didn't feel like, you know, I have a bad feeling. Like, you know when people say like, oh, I got a bad feeling or I have a feeling. None of that came to me. I didn't, I didn't have any of that. Um, I didn't have a feeling that she was going to, you know, pass away soon. And I think it was because I had that false sense of, well, you know, she'll just, she'll just get over this, you know, or I'll, I'll, I'll have time. And clearly I didn't, I was wrong. Uh, and then my mom called me. I want to say she, we came back from Boston, went to go visit AJ, Megan and the girls. We got back from Boston on Monday. And then Tuesday, yeah, the next day, Tuesday, I had some shot that I, like a cortisone shot that I had to get in my, in my spine. So I went to the surgery center. They knocked me out. 
and I woke up and I was just, I mean, I felt loopy as shit. That was one of the reasons why I didn't record last week. And mid, midway through, like, I think I got back, I think Jorge brought me back to the house around 11 or 12. I was like, I needed a nap because I was like, whoa. And midway through my nap, like I woke up and I saw a text and it was just like, hey, grandma's not doing good. Like, she's really not doing good. And then I was like, I was still loopy. I fell asleep again. And then I woke up and I goes, hey, did you see the text message? And I went, yeah. I want to say it was like 4.30. And she goes, you want to get on a plane? Like in a couple hours and, and, and go. I think Greg's going. Tomorrow, she's like, you can fly into Fresno and then drive down with Greg. And I look at the time and it's almost five. And I think this flight was like at eight. And I go, I'm not, I don't, I don't have time. Like I totally said, I'm, I'm moving at a, at a, at a snail's pace because I'm still kind of out of it. And I don't feel like I can, you know, hurry up and do things. Um, so I was like, no, I'll figure, like, I'll figure it out. And I thought, worst case scenario, I'll go tomorrow. And then the next day, I'm trying to figure everything out. And then I thought to myself, like, it, well, if I'm going to go, I want, like, Allie wants to see mommy. You know, I want mommy to see the baby. So then we're quickly trying to figure out, like, okay, if the three of us go, how could we figure this out? Then I called Greg, and I told him, I said, hey, we're going on the 1st. Like, we're flying out here early morning. We're getting to Ontario at, like, 12 in the afternoon. He goes, okay, well, I'll wait to go so we can, so we can all see her together. And I said, okay. So I booked the flight, or job. Got us, you know, confirmed seats to and to going out there and coming back, so we wouldn't ha we wouldn't have to worry about it. And then Allie's parents helped us out to put the dogs, excuse me, at the vet over here. It's called Coin. So they were like, just you know, just go. And then they only had availability because it was Labor Day weekend. Uh, they're like, we we can only have them here until Saturday. And then Jorge and uh, Carla were like, you know, for them for the other two days, don't worry about it. We'll be home. We'll 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 watch them. We'll walk them. We'll do all this stuff. Just get out there. So I was like, all right. So I told Greg, hey, I'm going tomorrow. So we got packed up, had everything ready. Uh, on the first, I woke up at like. I think I woke up at 12.45, took the dogs out for, a, for an hour walk. I took them to the track out here. Uh, they, they ran around. I mean, they were, their tongue was just. And the point was to get them tired because they couldn't be taken to coin till about 6.30 or 7. And we were leaving around 3. So I wanted to come back to the house by 2, feed them. Just, you know, get them nice and relaxed and then go. And then have the peace of mind of, oh, they only have to stay here for about four hours before Allie's mom can come grab them. Uh, 
So I do that. You know, we get the baby ready. We get all our stuff. We start driving. And we get to the airport. We get on the plane. We take off. We push. I think push was at six. And I don't know what it was. And I'm happy I didn't do it. I'm happy I didn't get on the Wi-Fi on the plane. Um, as we're landing, like we're maybe five minutes from landing in San Francisco. I turn, you know, my phone's on. And uh, we land maybe a minute later. I see, you know, I'm getting messages my iphone so you know bing bing well i i have the sound off because i'm not a i'm not a dick i don't need everybody to hear my 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 ringtone or whatever <laughs> so i'm getting you know i'm getting messages buzz 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 i'm getting alerts from different things not a lot but like you know they're coming in and then i i see an alert or i see a message I don't know who sent it. Because I wasn't paying attention on who sent it. All I read real quick was the text. And it said, rest in peace, mommy. We love you. And I thought, fuck. We were, we were close, close. You know, we were in San Francisco. We were in the same state. But then I wanted to know exactly when my uncle Nick sent that text informing everybody that she had passed. So I texted my brother and I said, hey, did you see? He said, yeah. Then he, I asked him, I said, hey, about what time was that message sent? And he said, I got it around like 5.30 in the morning. So then I went, well, 5.30 in the morning, West Coast, 7.30, Midwest, where we're at. And I thought, fuck, man. She passed around 7.30 Central Time. Which means we were only in the we were only in the air close to an hour and a half before she passed away. Like we weren't even we weren't halfway. We weren't even like I thought when I got that message, I thought like, oh, she just passed away. We're in the same state. We weren't even in the same state. And just this this sadness just came over me. And, like, I composed myself enough to tell Allie, I think I just looked at her and said, she's gone. And, uh, you know, there's nothing, um, there's nothing I can do at that point, you know? Uh. I started getting, you know, emotional. And I mean, I, I, 
One of the things I keep thinking about is what if I would have gotten the day before? What if I would have gone, gone when Allie would have told me to go? You know, all that, all that goes through my head. I told my brother, I said, dude, I feel like shit because I told you to wait for us. And you waited. Like, you and Jason could have seen her. And, you know, he, he was telling me, he's like, don't, don't do that. Like, you can't do that. And I said, yeah, you're right. Because, you know, I don't know, sometimes things just happen in life that are supposed to happen. And we don't like them. We don't want them to happen. And unfortunately, they happen. Uh, yeah, so we went. We waited around. I think we had to wait for like an hour and a half. In San Francisco. And then we flew down to Ontario. And I kept sharing stories with Allie about my grandma. One of the stories that I shared with Allie, um, and I want to share with you guys. I posted a picture on my Instagram, on my personal one and my show Instagram. And there's a picture of me and my grandma, and I'm in a, I, I, I have a tie on. And... That picture was taken when uh, I went on my first cruise. I graduated high school. My Uncle Nick and Gladys said, hey, we took your sister on a cruise for her graduation. Uh, would you like to do that? And I said, yeah. I had a job. I saved some money. And my grandma was like, you know, I'm going too. So it was the four of us. So we go on this uh, seven-day cruise out of San Diego. And, you know, I was excited. I had never gone. And my grandma was telling me, like, my Uncle Nick and Gladys, they'd always tell the stories about the cruise. My grandma, she'd go with them, and she'd tell stories about the cruise. And, oh, my God, there's everything that, that you want on there. And so I was, I, was, I was pumped. I was excited. And, you know, first day, first day on the cruise, um, I was feeling fine. Like, the day you board the the cruise. I was fine. We, you know, we push off. We're going, we're out, you know, we're, we're heading out to sea. And I think my uncle Nick goes, you want a, you want a pina colada? And I went, what can I, I'm only 18. And he's like, you'll be fine. So him and I get, a, you know, he gets us pina coladas. And I'm like, ooh, this is a fancy. My grandma kind of looks over and she goes, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, mommy, don't worry about it. Look, look, look over there. It's nice over there. Do not look this way. So, you know, there was the, uh, I think, sail away party or shove off party or some shit at the top deck. It was cool. They had, you know, some, some music and drinks and it was fun. The next day I go, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. So I go to the gym. And I'm at the gym for about an hour, and for, like out of nowhere, I'm like, "Whoa, I feel like shit." So I started feeling really nauseous, and then I come back, and breakfast time comes around, and my grandma's like, "Mijo, you want to go?" You know, like, no, I don't. I don't want to move. I don't want to. My uncle Nick ran into. 
I think one of his friends on the on the cruise. And they were just like, oh, hey, what's up? And I thought to myself, just like my grandfather, like, of course you know somebody on this cruise. And his friend goes, hey, I have some Dramamine patches. Maybe that might help your nephew. And um, he was like, yeah, sure. So he gives me one. He's like, hey, Baba, try this. So I put it behind my ear. He's like, why don't you rest up a little bit? We're going to go to breakfast. Uh, you know, we'll come check on you. I put the drama main patch on, take a little nap. I, take, I took maybe, I don't know, maybe a two-hour nap. I felt like a brand new person. I was like, I am ready to party. Sure enough, that's what we did. My grandma's like, oh, it's good that, we, that, that you're feeling better. I was rooming with my grandma and... Tionek and Tia Gladi, they had their own uh, room. Then we got to, I don't remember exactly what port we went to. It could have been Cozumel. Was it Cozumel? We were supposed to stop in Cabo, but there was like storms, and then we didn't. And then we were like leaving, and I remember we had a medical, a medical emergency on board, and then we had to go to Cabo anyways. Because they had to unload the passenger. We saw Cabo, but we didn't dock in Cabo. I think they just had the helicopter come out, grab the passenger, and then they left. Um, so the next port of call, we get off, we do this excursion, and they had lunch for us, and they had some beer for us. And I remember Mongo's like, yeah, have a beer, like, whatever. Because, you know, we weren't getting loaded. And my grandma just kind of like, she's like, mijo, don't be doing that stuff. I go, yeah, yeah, no, I know. And then my grandma had a beer, but it wasn't because she wanted one. It was because they gave her one. So she has a beer in front of her. She just has it there. She doesn't even touch it because my grandma, my grandma didn't drink. Well, I should say, as long as I knew my grandma, she never drank. I don't know if before she was a raging partier and she just like shots and sh 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 sh. but as long as I knew her, she never drank. So she just has a beer in front of her and she goes, I think I asked her for it. She's like, mm, okay. It's like, okay, like, yeah, I'll have my beer. You know, I'll have your beer. So she gives me the beer and I drink it and I start. You know, my, my, my Uncle Nick's looking at me like, ham it up, ham it up. So I'm like, oh, man, Mommy, like, I would have never, ever drank beer. But because you gave it to me, like, I think it tastes better. So I kept, you know, giving her a hard time messing with her. And, you know, I kept joking to her, like, hey, if I start drinking beer when I get older, it's because of you, because you told me to do it. She's like, I mean, hold on, do that. And then every time I would go over or she would be or she would see me with a beer or a drink and i go no the reason why i do it is because you gave me that drink on the cruise at one time that's why i didn't i didn't choose this life you gave me this life and you know she'd get all you know a little a little bothered and you know oh my god don't say that oh dear god don't say that and i mean i know she was she was being over over dramatic because 
you know, it was just, I guess, this thing between us. And it was just funny. And that's one of, that's one of the, the good memories that I think about, um, that I always think about. Uh, you know, and there's so many other memories that I have. Uh, you know, her and my grandma and my grandpa always growing up. They always made sure that we had everything that we needed. Uh, my mom is a single mother, was a single mother. And, you know, she had to work and my grandma and grandpa would, would watch us. And, you know, if she needed extra help, you know, from my understanding, that would help, help her out. They were always taking us to Disneyland. Universal Studios, when we got older, we'd go to Knott's. Not really so much Knott's, but definitely Universal Studios and Disneyland. And, I mean, it feels like we were at Disneyland at least every three months. Once every three months. Like, we went, we went a lot. Because it got to the point where like I knew that I we knew that park like the back of our hands. I knew exactly like oh that's over there, that's over there. There was this kid at school, elementary and high school. Um, this kid Joey, and he loved Disneyland as well. And we would sit there and we'd try to out Disney each other. You know we'd ask silly questions like okay if I'm at Frontierland. And I'm by the Tiki room. Where's the closest restroom if I have to pee? And I'd be like, oh, dumb. It's right. Or I'd ask him, you know, if you were walking up to the castle, you've gone through the castle. And you have to pee. Where's the closest restroom? Oh, it's, you know, he'd tell me. And I'd always, you know, those those things that I know the the knowledge the time that I spent there I always thought man like this is because of my grandma and my grandpa um for a couple of years we went to Miami for a month at a time which was I mean some of the best experiences of our of my life we would hang, you know we'd go out we'd be at a hotel which I thought was oh my god super fancy and you know see family and friends that you know were lived out there and you know we ate cuban food because it was everywhere as opposed to you know where we grew up in california southern california it's not that easy to find and it was just oh man we just all loved it out there and those a lot of those good memories are the memories that um that I've been thinking about and it does suck though that she couldn't meet my son because um, I mean it took it took us it took me so long to become a father. Uh, by choice. Um, and now that he's here, 
It would have been nice for her to see him and for him to feel her presence. But it, you know, it just, it just wasn't meant to be, you know? And it's one of the things that was, that's out of my control. I can't do anything about it. When, when Athanasios was, uh, he was in the room, in the room that we stay in when we're at my mom's house. Um, he was in the bassinet and he was taking a nap and he woke up and we hear him and it's, he's not crying, but, but we hear him. He's like talking. And me and Allie go in there and we look. I think Allie was the first one that saw him. He's looking up. There's some butterflies in a in a frame. And it looks like he's looking up at them. And he's just smiling. It it sound like it sounded like when Allie or I are changing him and we talk to him and he's reacting to us. He's laying down, he'll kick around, he makes these cute little noises, he'll smile, he laughs, and then he's like, it's like he's trying to talk back to us, and Allie goes, you know, we look at him, we're like, oh my god, he's so adorable, and like, what is he doing? And then Allie goes, maybe it's mommy talking to him maybe she's finally meeting him and i went wow like little little things like that um give me give me comfort and uh yeah that first when when mommy passed away on thursday danny and janice invited the family to their house which was nice um, because everybody came over and everybody was able to meet Athanasios and oh man he was loving everybody and it was just it was just nice to be around family you know in that in that time um, initially we were trying to meet up with Fleur Woody, Byron, Zuri, and Mike. And I guess that was a time that was set. I I didn't see that there was a time set. But we're trying to like, oh, you know, where do we want to eat? What time do we want to eat? You know, what's what's the plan? And then it was almost 7 p.m. I want to say we got over to Danny's maybe at 3? 4? Maybe 4. Let's say four. And um, and it was like maybe 6.50. And Allie had told me a couple times before, like, hey, it's getting, you know, it's getting later. It's getting to that time. And not that Allie wanted to leave, but like she knew that I was part of making the plans to hang out with everybody. And then, like, at 6.50, she goes, hey, it's almost 7. We're supposed to beat my 7. I went, what? 
She's like, yeah, we set a time. I go, we never set a time. She's scrolling through our, our group text message, and sure enough, it says 7 p.m. And I was like, oh, shit. She goes, well, what are you going to do? And I go, well, I mean, I haven't even asked anybody for a car. Like, we don't have a car, so, you know, I have to figure out whose car we're going to borrow. So then I, I just, I text the, the group, and I said, hey, look, um, I don't even think, did I, I don't even think I told them that my grandma passed away. I just said, hey, we're hanging out with family. Like, I've lost track of time. Um, you know, we wanted to hang out, but I, but because of me, like, I'm, you know, we're going to have to bail. You know, I'm so, I'm so sorry about that. And, you know, obviously my friends being, my, you know, our friends are like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, spend time with your family. Uh, but we were able to see them on Sunday along with, uh, our, Hermo our Hermosa Beach people, uh, which was very nice. That oh, Sunday was just magical. But on Thursday, it was just nice to be around everybody, the family, and just hang out. And, you know, we were telling stories about mommy and, you know, started telling stories about Bobby too. And just sharing, you know, a lot of, a lot of good memories. And it was, you know, it was nice to be around Danny and Janice and Natalia, Cristiano, Giada, um, you know, Tio Nick, Tio Eladi, Danielle, her man Joe, which is really cool. Uh, you know, I don't think my mom and Jose went over, but Daniel and Carrie were there also. It was, it was a good time. It was, it was definitely something I needed uh, and it felt nice and you know I didn't I didn't think of you know Daniel grew up in that house like we did and he was around mommy every single day and my sister said um, my sister goes, he's not doing, he's not doing too good. And I didn't, I didn't think about it. He's no, you know, he's known her his whole life. And now she's gone. And then I started thinking about when Poppy passed away and I was 14. I was in eighth grade. I remember when he passed away. And I mean, even until this day, I I talk about him and I, I break down crying like if it happened an hour ago. Um, so that night when we got back, was it that night? It could have been the next night. I sat Daniel down. We were eating in and out I had gotten, gotten to go get in and out for us. And I told him, I said, hey, bud, um, how are you feeling? He's like, not too good. And then I just, sh I shared a story with him and I told him, I said, um, you know, I pretty much told him like, hey, I dealt with something similar, not the same thing, similar, uh, when Poppy passed away and this is how I felt. And I told him, I said, 
I cry all the time. I go, my advice to you, cry whenever you want. Um, you know, don't let anybody, and Allie told them, you know, don't let anybody tell you that, you know, you need to get over it. You don't, you don't need to get over it. Um, you know, think about her, talk about her, cry about it. I told him it doesn't, it, the feeling doesn't get easier, but the way you deal with it, um, it's better, not easier. It gets better, but you never, you never get over it. And then Greg told me that he had to tell Jason. And I was like, fucking A, dude. I didn't even think about that. Um, then when we saw Jason and Greg on Saturday, I asked Jason, I said, are you okay, buddy? He was like, yeah, I'm okay. All right. Um, yeah, so that's... That's that. Um... The other thing, I mean, there's, again, like I said, there's a lot that I want to talk about, but my grandma passing away uh, was one of the biggest things that happened within the last couple weeks. Um, the other thing I wanted to share with you guys is, so we went to go see AJ Megan and the girls. And we had asked them in the beginning of August. I told Alex, I said, oh, we should go, we should go see him. And it just happened that when we were going to go see them, when we went to go see him this time, it was going to be Luca's birthday. And I didn't, I didn't realize that. Like it wasn't, you know, like we asked and. And it was just cool because like we went to go see went to go hang out and see them and we happened to be there for the game and they were playing the LA Galaxy and I was like, wow, that's it's kinda cool that eight years removed that he's playing for a different team. He's playing the team that he was playing with when his son was uh, going to be born the next day. Um, I mean, I remember as as a friend, and I mean, at that point, we weren't. I couldn't say like, "Oh yeah, we were we were really close." We weren't really close, but we were building this friendship. And I remember as a fan and a friend. Uh, it was very emotional for me and Allie to see our friends going through this unthinkable thing. To know that your baby's going to be born with difficulties from the start. I mean, to know that he's having a difficult time in the womb. Um, I mean, I can't. I don't know how I would feel. I don't know. You know, I can only, you know, say things like, oh, I think I would. I think I would. I'd probably. But I don't I don't know how I would react, what I would say. Any of that, because 
that that's not my situation. That wasn't my situation. I wasn't in that situation. Um, and that the night before we went to the game LA versus DC United and it was cool because Sean Franklin was playing for DC United at the time and it was just nice that you know he was in town to at least you know see his friend um in AJ, and uh, you know, because of what was happening with Luca, and he was being born the next day. Uh, and I mean, it was it was it was a, it was a roller coaster of emotions for that game because that game was the final score is four to one. The Galaxy won, and. It was great because the Galaxy won. The goals, I mean, there's some good goals. And it was a celebration of, you know, yeah, like, hey, you know, the team that I'm supporting, the team that my friend plays on, yeah, they're, they're winning, they're scoring. But then it was just like, oh, yeah. So at least, at least for me, it was just like, roller coaster of emotions and then I believe in the 20th minute we all started chanting Luca's name uh, because AJ was wearing the number 20 so for the 20th minute everybody was chanting Luca's name and I want to say it was the LA riot squad we were behind the north end goal right behind it um and I believe the riot squad had made this huge sign that said Luca knows heart big. Um, and there was these shirts um, that they had made, these gray shirts that say Luca knows heart. I should have worn that today. I didn't even think about that until right now. Um, but we wore those shirts. And it was just crazy night you know and then the next day Luca was born and and then I believe on September 5th uh, Luca passed away and I remember I was doing laundry and I saw AJ posted a picture and um, posted a picture and it was him holding uh, Luca's foot. You know, he said that Luca had passed away, and 
I was at the laundromat. I want to say it was like maybe eight or nine in the morning. And I, I'm in the car because, you know, the stuff is washing and waiting in the car. And I just dropped my phone. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I start crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what? And then I immediately go to text AJ. I'm trying to text him something. And sorry for your loss just seemed just didn't seem like it was enough and like I kept typing things and then I delete it and then I type it and delete it and I was like oh my god like what what do you say to somebody who lit who just lost their baby I was at a loss for words And what I ended up sending him was just something super short, just a couple. And he said, uh, I said, thank you. And then I was, I was just like, I remember, I'm like, I remember just like, oh my God, like our friends just lost their baby. And I was just in this state of shock. Like, yeah, just in a state of shock. I didn't, didn't know what to do, what to say. I get the clothes. You know, clothes are ready. Go back home. And I'm just like, me and Allie, you know talk about it and we're hugging and crying with each other and then you know we text some of our other friends that we met through AJ Megan and we're like oh my god and there was a galaxy game on that night uh they were playing the Colorado Rapids at home and I told Ellie I said I don't I don't want to like I don't want to I don't feel like going to the game like I don't feel like I didn't feel like being around a bunch of people. I didn't feel like um I don't know, felt like I was gonna like I was gonna go and have a good time while something tragic has happened. Like I didn't I didn't feel right. And I, but I remember watching it on on TV. And the Galaxy ended up winning 6-0. And oh, man. Every goal, I just started bawling my eyes out. The guys had Luca's uh, name on an armband that they wore. And I want to say either it was that weekend or that day. A bunch of other teams in the league. Uh, wore, wore the arm armbands. I remember seeing Thierry Henry wearing the armband in honor of Luca, and I was like, "Wow, that was really cool!" Like it was just cool to see the league come together for one of their own, and it was, it was, it was, it was special to see. Um, and then I remember that year. Um, 
the Galaxy played the New England, New England Revolution in L.A. for MLS Cup. And the moment I knew that they were going to the Cup, me and Allie got our tickets. And I was like, there's no way I'm not, you know, that we're missing this. And... So, you know, we get our tickets, and man, I was nervous. That whole, I think it was like two weeks leading up to it. Like, I didn't talk about it much, and because I mean, I think in those, not I think, in those situations, sometimes I get stupid superstitious. So I wasn't talking about it when people would ask me, like, oh, who do you think's going to win? I, was, I don't know. Who do you hope wins? I don't know. I just avoid the I'd avoid the conversation because I was like, oh man, if I say something wrong, and clearly that's not how it works. But I just just kept getting nervous, and I was yes, I yes, I wanted the LA Galaxy to win the MLS Cup, but what I wanted more is for my friend to win the MLS Cup. That happens to play for the galaxy. That's what I wanted. I wanted AJ and Megan to feel some sort of happiness in such a dark time. And I remember being at the game and just, I, I was, couldn't, you know, we, we stood and, clapped and chanted the whole game uh which was good because there was no way in hell that I could have sat in my seat quietly just watching the game and I remember I remember when the galaxy scored and I was like oh my god end the game now just end it now I stop the game it's over and it wasn't um what they scored okay so Jossie scored i remember him scoring maybe it was just before halftime yeah cuz it says 45-1 right here so just before halftime so they're they're up and then the rev scored Uh, 10 minutes before before time. And then I remember somebody almost scored for the Revs. They made a move and they scored. It could have been Teal. could have been Bunbury. He makes this little move and then he like takes a shot that looks harmless. And it beats Jaime, the goalie for the Galaxy. It beats him and he's looking. And when I've seen the highlights of it, you see AJ, he looks up in the air and he looks back at the goal and he puts his hands on his hips. And in my head, when I saw, when I'm seeing the ball and I see him, I thought, holy shit. Because as a fan, being in the, in the stands, you don't always necessarily have, not always, you don't have the view that the players have. 
sometimes you can see the body language or the reactions of the players in any situation, uh, you know, in any sport, where they might be, you know, like you can look to them like, oh, is it going in? And if their reaction, you kind of see they're like, fuck. Like, shit, it's going in. And then, you know, goes in or there's a home run or whatever. So I'm looking at the ball. I'm looking at him. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because then it would have been 2-1 in extra time because the game goes to extra time. I was like, that's it. And the ball hits the post. Comes out like, oh, my God. And then Keen scores to make it 2-1 and the place erupted I was like okay they just need they just need a kid and sure shit final whistle went and I just started bawling crying because I thought my my friend won he did it he did it and he did it for his son I was a mess just bawling and I'm hugging Allie and I'm like I kept saying he did it 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 he won he won he won he won she was just hugging me and I was like he did it he did it he did it And, you know, the, the other fans around us, there was some of them that were just kind of like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm happy, but Jesus Christ, dude. And obviously, they didn't, they didn't know the, the whole situation. They didn't know my connection with him. They didn't know, they didn't know any of that. Um, you know, and I wasn't going to be like, oh, hey, guys, by the way, uh, the, reason, the reason why I'm crying is because... Um, So yeah, they won. It was it was crazy. Um, it was a good ending to their to his season. And I want to say 2016, end of 2016. I asked AJ and Megan to get Lucas tattoo, and then for my birthday before. AJ went to Houston because he got traded. Um, AJ took me to get Lucas tattoo. And then when we found out we were having a baby, me and Allie talked about, you know, if it was a boy, we'd ask AJ and Megan if we can call him Luca. Or his middle name to be Luca. And then if it was a girl, we'd think of something to honor Luca. And we, we would ask them if that was okay. And then we found out we were going to have a little boy. And me and Allie, without, I mean, I felt like we looked at each other and we go, well, we know his middle name. And we said, all right, we got to, let's, let's ask. So we, we FaceTimed them, we asked, and they said, yeah. So that's why uh, Athanasios' middle name is Luca in honor 
of Luger. Um, yeah, so if this is the eighth, eighth year, the eighth year anniversary of Luca passing away. Um, crazy to think that he would be six years old. Insane. You know, when we just saw the girls, Noel is, you know, I was telling Megan in Manhattan Beach uh, when we saw her before we left the area a couple of days ago, I was like, man, because she was like, oh, how was your visit with the Delagars? It was really amazing. It was great. Noelle looks like she's 15. Alexi, last time I saw her, which it was, it's been about a year, close to a year. We went last year for Allie's birthday in September. Um, and Alexi was, Alexi was talking, but not, not the full sentences she has now. At least not as much as she talks now. She's running around. And, and then Colette, oh my God. She was saying words. She's walking around. She's running around. I was like, this is insane. To see how they've grown up. You know? And we're excited to continue to see the girls grow up. Um, and then it was just crazy that we brought our son to meet them. You know, we all we all started when we first all met. We started it was just four of us: AJ and Megan, Allie, and myself. You know, Megan was pregnant with Luca. But, like, it was four of us. And then they had Noel, And then it was three of them and the two of us. And then it was five. You know, when we'd go out, it'd be five of us instead of four. And then in Houston, they had Alexi. And then we'd go over and... You know, we go visit, and now we were visiting four of them. And then now they have Colette, and now we visit five of them. And it's, it's, just, it, it's just crazy to see. You know, obviously I know people, you know, they, they, they as years go by, they, they start building a family. They start, you know, creating a family. And it's just crazy to, like, it was just, the four young kids, and then now we're the we're the two families. It's crazy. Uh, but the, the 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 visit was so nice. You know, we we got in, we got to their house. Everybody met, you know, Athanasios and. Just hanging out with them and seeing them was so nice. We saw Prince. We took uh, the the day. We went to the lake. Went to the lake. So Athanasios, you know, we put his feet in into a lake. 
into the lake for the first time. That was nice. We went to the game. He went to his first MLS game, which was, I mean, I was pumped about it. You know, he was looking down. I, I know he can't make out the field, but when we were up in the suite, he was looking down and he was like, I mean, he looked pretty focused. And then on the TV, he was looking at the TV when uh, Charlie Davis and the other sports or the other analysis guy were talking. He was like, you know, he, he heard the sounds of the game. And, you know, unfortunately, the Revs lost. But then we got to go down onto the field. And I was holding him. And I was like, bud, this is what I want for you. And, I mean, I, I hope he becomes a professional soccer player. But if that doesn't happen, you know, it doesn't happen. Um, I just hope that he shares the love of soccer or that we can share the love of soccer together. Um, you know, waking up early to watch some English Premier League, and, you know, staying up late, watching, you know, whatever game, and taking them to, you know, MLS games, you know, games down in Mexico, games over in Europe, you know, maybe even taking them games over in Asia, which I've never been to any soccer games in Asia. I think that'd be kind of cool. So to, you know, to have them there, have my son at his first MLS game, and then being able to take him on the field, I was like, oh man, this is, this is just amazing. It was, it was, a, it was an amazing time. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted, uh, what I want to talk to you guys about. And, you know, if, if you do, if you have loved ones and you haven't talked to them because of whatever reason, and I mean, there's, there's some reasons out there that are really good. Um, I myself, I have a reason for not talking to a certain family member of mine. And, uh, it's a fucking doozy. <laughs> um, you know, I laugh about it, but it's, you know, it's not a laughing matter. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a doozy. So if there's something like that, why you're not talking to your family, Hey, that's that's your decision whether you want to or not that's you're the best person to make that decision for yourself and for your situation but if you're you know if you're in an argument with your with your mom your dad your sibling for things that are not super serious and you're just like I'm no they wanted to go on this vacation and they called you know my girlfriend weird because she wanted to or they called my husband odd because of or you know they called me or they didn't call me for they went to Applebee's and I'm upset and they know I love Applebee's I love Applebee's do I love Applebee's I think I love Chili's not Applebee's I like Applebee's I love Chili's I think that's what I'm trying to say what I'm trying to tell you is 
Life is too short. Tell your family and friends, whether you've talked to them, talked to them all the time, or you haven't talked to them in a long time. Um, just remember to tell the people that are close to you that you love them. Uh, let them know. Because there might be it. There might be a time where you may not have that opportunity to tell them. Even if it's just, the, hey, I love you. Because you never know when um, any of us are going to be gone. I mean, you don't have to be 100 on your deathbed. It can happen to any of us. Um, you know, try to, try to cherish your life. Try to enjoy it. And tell those around you that are that you want around that you love them. Thank you for listening to me cry and sniffle throughout this whole episode. And next week, hopefully, I'll be back to you know giving you a piece of my mind about things that are going on in the world and ideas that I have in my head. All right, we'll see you next week, guys.